Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm in the medical field, and I think when you start out these things, you know, everything from the advertisement sounds so good that you're psyched up for it to work. It's working. Anyway, I'm happy. (laughs) Balance of Nature has made a big difference. It's just one of the greatest products, and it's just so simple, and it works. Balance of Nature is a fantastic product. You could tell it's real. You could taste it. And it gives you really good energy. And it's just right up there with rent, electric cable, like things that you have to have. I'm not cutting Balance of Nature. Uh Uh-uh. No, I love it. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers slides and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Get some every time. Socialism is not awesome. The Kate Daly Show starts now. You or a loved one suffering from a medical coincidence? You want proper medical care, but you don't want people sniffing around asking a whole bunch of questions about what might be causing your problem. At the Kaufman Institute for Coincidence, we won't look into the cause of your heart or other problem. We'll just fix it. That's right. We promise to only look at your symptoms. We won't get all curious looking for causes because that could get your employer or your doctor into some legal hot water. And nobody wants that. At Kaufman, we understand that coincidence is now the leading cause of death. Hey, we've got another coincidence over here. If we want to operate at the speed of science, there's no time for looking for causes. No pesky questions about drugs or vaccines you may have been given. At Kaufman, we specialize in the effects and leave the causes to the conspiracy theorists. For each new patient, Kaufman's talented team of doctors strap on their blinders and look directly at the problem area, usually the heart just like the CDC recommends. Our main campus now treats myocarditis, blood clots, heart arrhythmia, stroke, heart attack, magnetic skin, difficulty breathing, full body blisters and burning, convulsions, kidney failure, memory loss, cancer, sudden death, and much, much more. Schedule your appointment today at KaufmanCoincidence.com and receive a doctor's note with a real sciency sounding explanation to provide to your anti-vax friends, proving to them it was definitely not the vaccine that caused your coincidence. Kaufman, because coincidences happen pretty much all the time. Official medical coincidence partner of the NFL. Hi there, welcome. 
Kate Daly Show. Whoever put that together was just brilliant in my book. <laughs> How are you guys? We are live today. I've got Uncle Milty here. How are you? Uh, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, and uh, it's just so nice to see your smiling face. And we can't wait to hear from you. That's what this show's all about in this hour, is hearing from you. 888 673 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. Um, <laughs> so, that was such a perfect categorization of what is going on right now in society. And uh, I, I just applaud whoever put that together because that, that they did a lot of putting together on that one. That, you should see the video. It's great. Uh, really always appreciate humor and sarcasm to finally tell the truth when you can't get truth. So I really like that, don't you? Yeah, it's absolutely. Nice. Everything's a coincidence until, you know, you don't want it to be. But... I just applaud that. And hide your wallets, hide your children. The legislators are back in office, or back in session. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this ought to be interesting, don't you think? Well, how I'm, many? What, what thousand bills can they come up with now? Yeah, they'll it'll be <laughs> they'll figure it out. They'll, they will come up with a thousand plus bills of things to regulate further in your lives. Isn't it amazing that they can come up with that much? Yeah, well, I mean, but the, there are some important things too, like, like naming what? buildings. <laughs> we got to name buildings. Yeah, yes, that has to be done every session. We got to yes. name some buildings. Can we just name like the restrooms of different campuses and stuff? That's what I would like to see. Let's name restrooms. I think it's well worth the effort. I do. Yeah. Anyway, the main downtown train station restroom—you could call that. <laughs> Cox Auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. When they're back in session, it gets a little scary, you guys. Um, now, there was a meeting between uh, Joe and Colin and um, Ibsen and Walt Brooks talking about pushback on and denouncing environmental social governance policy. Okay. Now, I will applaud anyone that does that. You can be on my not favorite list and you're you're doing pushback on all the nonsense of environmental regulations and, and all the rest. Right. Social credit score kind of creeping into Utah. All of these things. You denounce that. Thank you for that. Yes. I really sincerely appreciate you doing that. Walt Brooks is one of them. He's he's trying to mention it a lot so that he can say, look, you know, this is not OK. And I always appreciate that. We're hard on people in this show because we have to be because no one else will be. But I'll tell you something. I always applaud people, too, when I feel like, OK, you're saying the things that need to be said. Um, you know, we look at a three billion dollar uh, surplus, right? The state budget. And you think, well, why can't we eliminate that instead of finding ways to use it? So that right. this is a clear problem and we're not finding any remedies to that problem. So that. We need to work on that. We need to work on saying, hey, we're taking too much money from people. And then our big chore is to try to decide where it goes. No, the chore it should be how to give it back. All of my life, I've mm -hmm. heard people joke about the fact that, oh, there was a budget surplus. We better spend it. You know, we better spend <laughs> right, it. Right. Because otherwise, we won't get more money next year. Mm -hmm. And it's been a joke. Right. And I would say to people, why do you think that's a joke? Yeah, they, I know. They, they, I know. I'm, they I'm with stole you. more money from us than they needed, and now they've got to find BS ways to spend it. I know. And then why does the Water Conservancy have an extra ten years of budget, but exceedingly want to go after us for more money? 
That's the kind of stuff that I think average citizens should be very, very, very upset about. And when I mean average, I mean the way they look at us. <laughs> we're the average. We're the, we're the audience, as a lot of people will tell us. You know, uh, We're just the audience, not the citizenry that owns them, but the audience. And, and so, you know, I, I appreciate, though, I appreciate the, the things that, that Walt Brooks is, is trying to do. And I appreciate that um, there are a couple of people that are, that are trying. And that should never go unnoticed or unappreciated or unvalidated. Because we need we need more people to get into office that will do that. We yes. we clearly do not have enough people that understand the proper role of government, and this is why we're losing the state, and we're already so purple, and we're already really a lot of blue in this state that shouldn't be. We should have constitutionalists in this state for yeah. sakes. We're Utah. We should have that, but that's just not the direction we're going in. And if the college has their say, they're going to run this place into the ground if they think they're going to get their grubby little hands on it. Because remember, that was what they told the staff in the summertime. They basically want to run the city because they're globalists at the college and they have no problem telling you that and that we should do everything by U.N. standards. That's a problem. So, you know, we we have to fight against this even harder. We have to speak up even more um, to all of this nonsense and... I don't see a lot of that going on. I, I, and, but I really appreciate all of you that are showing up to say to the, to the meetings. So now, you know, you know, they have the Roberts rules of orders. <laughs> they want to, they want to increase the rules for uh, St. George city meetings because they don't like people showing up and saying they don't like what they're doing. That's the bottom line. I hate to say it like that, but that's the bottom line. Actually, from what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. The, the council is not necessarily in favor of this. I sure hope not. Because Robert's rules of order mm-hmm. don't dictate how you treat the public. They dictate how the com- council right. has to behave. Sure. So, um, in this situation, it's a, it's a problem for these people mm-hmm. that, that they say, you know, uh, it could be. Jimmy Hughes said, I worry about the meetings becoming too formal and giving the council an appearance of being above the public. No, Robert's rules of orders would prevent him from doing things like, shut up, you can't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. or you're out of order. Right. Or Michelle Randall waiting for 15 minutes for somebody to second a motion. They're not going to second. Right, right. That's what Robert Robert's mm-hmm. Rules of Orders controls the council. Yeah. And that's what's needed. They're out of control. The council is. Yeah. yeah. The majority of the council. Um, Michelle Tanner does a stellar job, but she gets shut down by that, that type of, of behavior within the rest right. of the council. But yes. under the rules of yes. Robert's Order, they can't shut right. her down the way Michelle did at the last meeting. Right. Randall. Yeah. So the city manager, John Willis, was saying, oh, this will be clunky at first. No, it's not clunky at first. It's not right with the whole Madame Mayor thing. Madame Mayor, Madame Speaker. I mean, why are we doing this? We have, don't we have bigger fish to fry than how we address as like a queen or king in the city? This is not right, you guys. So on so many levels, this is just painful to watch. And the city manager, uh, John Willis, it's going to be clunky. No, (laughs) 
No, we're not. You're not doing that. You're not going to have to 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 address the mayor as Madame. I mean, come on. Are, do we have kings and queens? And I just didn't realize what country we're in. I come on, please, please I, stop this. I, I had a friend years ago that when stuff like this came <sighs> up, he would just yeah. keep saying, "Why do these people?" Act elevate. like they can put a silk hat on I, a hog and make a difference. I know, and it's this elevation of we're the we're in the know. We yes. we run the people, and you're just the audience people, and we don't work for you or anything because you never ever get you never ever hardly ever see city councils and mayors really talk about the fact that the people own them. No. Right? That that conversation seems to be missing quite a bit. And that's why they set the illusion, same with the county commissioners, they set the illusion that they're giving you the ability to speak to them, but only for two minutes. Because... <laughs> Because they're so amazing in their job. That's not okay. We, the people, own the government. And when they do talk about the people, mm-hmm. they talk about us in a belittling way. Like, well, you know, they, they just really don't know. They're ignorant of all the facts. We have all the information. Yes. We have all the knowledge. They should just bow to us. Yeah. A friend of mine was reminding me that when, when they demolished Bluff Street and they were trying to do new roads and things, uh-huh. and they went around all the businesses and they were promising them, you know, oh, we'll make up for this the impact on you. Well, they picked winners or losers to of help course. out financially. And that help, see, it's the whole picking of winners and losers with our tax dollars. That's the problem. That was the problem with the farmer's market. This is the problem with a lot of things they've been doing in the past is all about we're going to pick people to give your money to. It's not our money, but they pretend it's their money. It's right. not our money. You know, you know, the mayor sit there and go, well, it's not ours, but we're going to give it to you. Like, like, like there's a money tree, like there's some sort of money tree. It comes from us. You can't be a city that picks winners or losers on who gets funding and who doesn't. Who gets social impact money and who doesn't. Who pays fees and who doesn't. And I would be just as upset if they gave my LDS church the advantage of paying no fees. Because it still wouldn't be right, even though I'm LDS. It would not be okay. You know, when they're doing renovation like Mm -hmm. that... And you hear statements from city council people like, Mm -hmm. well, you know, we already have too many Mexican restaurants there. So let's not Mm -hmm. help this one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's by far ridiculous. But I will always applaud those that denounce all the environmental goobity glob that they try to pass off on us and the social and governance policies. But let's just see. Now let's put feet to the fire. Let's see what they're voting on. Let's see what they do. And please, please, this is my message to legislators. Vote no. Vote no. We have enough regulations, laws. Vote no. Let's stop this, unless it's repealing something that needs to be repealed. Okay? Bad law. Thank you. Be right back. Kate Daly. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to tell you real quick. Look, we didn't invest in uh, T-shirts and hats. We could have. Believe me, I've come up with a slogan or two, as you could probably imagine. We have the commemorative uh, Kate Daly Show coin because... 
we want to put money back in your pocket. And we knew that right now, with everything going on, you would want to invest in precious metals. This is a real silver coin. It is a uh, minted after the first coin ever produced in the United States. It has a piece of history that I love. And it has the Kate Daly show on it, Be Faithful, Be Fearless. comes in a beautiful case. $99, and most of that goes to the show. But it is going to put money back in your pocket. And I do think silver's only going up. I wanted to make sure that you got something out of that, out of helping Truth in Radio. We're up against a lot because shows like this don't go on for a long time because uh, corporations usually edge us out. And I don't want that to happen. Please help this show stay on the air and you can help free speech and know that you did something to help free speech in America survive this. Radio is very important. It's a very important element because you're listening. And when people are listening, as Rush used to point out, when people are listening, they're digesting those words better than watching stuff something on TV and watching visuals. It's a really important medium. And I want to stay here doing this show with all of my favorite co-hosts. So thank you. Go to Kate Daly radio.com and please pick up a few of those coins i would really appreciate it thank you from the bottom of my heart i feel a rock that's about to go wrong i gotta shiver down to the bone i feel a sea coming on hi there welcome back hey daly show i've got uncle milty here how are you mm-hmm. sir and I really appreciate you tuning in. We just hit 18 million on uh, SoundCloud. That's just so big. It's so huge that we are able to do that, you guys. And that's because all of you share the show and uh, word of mouth. We don't do any advertising, so that's all word of mouth. Really appreciate you guys. 18 mil. 18 million listens is no small thing, let me assure you, on a show that does no advertising. So, really appreciate you guys. Um, Also, I just wanted to mention those uh, replica coins, the silver rounds, real silver, beautiful. They come in a beautiful case. They're gorgeous. I have them here at Canyon Media Studios, and you can come pick one up for $99. And the uh, majority of that goes to the show. Really appreciate you for doing that. Um, There's no middleman or anything. goes right to the show, and you're putting silver in your pocket. What could be better than that? So please go uh, either come here to Canyon Media Studios, cash or check, or you can get them online at katedallyradio.com. And they're only going to be there for a limited time. So um, get them while you can and really appreciate you helping out because this is something that I just love. I designed it. It's, it's modeled after the first coin ever minted in the United States, Lady Liberty and the stars around her. Uh, so I just love it. It was when it was based on money, you know, actual money. Liberty Youth Academy, if, uh, if you want to have have a great education for your child. You won't have to worry every day about the messages they're fed and about the little, the little like things that they try to do. It is amazing what they're getting away with in the public school system right now. Liberty Youth Academy is incredible. So go to libertyyouthacademy.org libertyyouthacademy.org and also uh, they start to they start enrollment on February 15th. You're going to want to do this and it's worth it. It's worth it to not have that worry every day. And I know parents are worried every day. They keep sending their kids off to public school, but they're worried. You don't have to worry anymore because you'll, you can talk about God at Liberty Youth Academy. You can talk and get a classical education and understand the proper role of government. And you can also have the fun of being in that classroom with all those other kids who are learning the same things. It's just amazing what they're doing over there and leadership and everything else. Uh, Southwest Vision, I love you guys. I love my glasses. 673-5577, go over to Southwest uh, Vision for glasses. They're gonna treat you like family. Neural lenses are amazing. You've gotta check them out and they're fantastic. So please, by all means.
Um, let's okay. So we said hide your wallets, hide your kids. The legislature is back in session, and it seems that they love to be busy, sound busy, look busy, and write a lot of bills. What do the bills do? Well, they they have no other direction than to take freedom away, and that's the problem. Is that we keep we keep hiring people to take away your freedom, and they want to look busy, so they want to look like they've got this job that you're paying them for, so they want to appear busy. And I just I'm I'm actually a little like, oh, what are they going to come up with next? Aren't you? What are they going to come up with? Exactly. Um, so there's that. But I want to mention something about this flag. Senator, uh, State Senator Dan McKay came up with this flag, and it's SB 0031. Okay, the Bill 31. And Chelsea Hope, who I had on the show, she had a, a great question about this. Now, I want to tell you that I know Dan McKay, and we had it out in Facebook Messenger over this, <laughs> because I asked him, why in the world do we need a new flag? Why do we, why do we need a new flag? What, what's wrong with our flag? What's wrong with the history of our flag? What's, uh, I, what, why, was it, why was this needed? And actually, it was changed fairly recently, yeah, as so, it is. I don't understand this. And we have this new flag that's very modern, and it looks like a lot of flags from other countries, kind of going more global-esque. And it kind of takes away what's special about our state. And they're parading around as if this is necessary, bragging about it. And I just got smug smugness from Dan McKay, of course. He was the one that threw out... Um, What's his name? Mike, uh, out of the meeting for wearing a shirt that had America on it. I don't remember his whole name. Threw him out of a meeting because of it um, and had him actually handcuffed and and, uh, basically arrested, you know, and and a a court, whole court thing behind that, just for wearing that shirt that he didn't, you know, like, because it had America on it and Constitution. But that's Dan McKay. Okay, so the bill hasn't even passed yet, but they're given permission to spend our tax dollars on changing it. Let me repeat that. The bill hadn't even passed yet. It hasn't even passed yet. And and they have the money to change it, fly it. <laughs> it's all ready to go. It's supposed to be voted on in the 2023 session. And it's already done. So how does that how does that happen? And how do you feel about that flag after what just happened to Dixie? How do you feel about the the state senators prioritizing their time around around really knocking the history out of the flag to give you something with, it has a beehive with the three colors and it looks a lot like several flags that I pointed out that from other countries, really kind of strange. It was like, it was like, it was like the guy that did it goes, well, what did Yemen do? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll take what Yemen did. Like that, very strange because a lot of states are, are really concentrating on their flag. For some reason, this is a big deal. And I don't know why. I don't know why. We have such such bigger fish to fry in this nation and as a state. Why would this be the big deal for Senator Dan McKay? But I don't expect a lot from Senator Dan McKay. So they outlined kind of like people that are actually, you know, fighting or doing something in the name of liberty, the hall of, uh, of more of a patriot, like Phil Lyman or uh, Kira Berkland or... Um, 
uh, you know, all these types of people. And then on the list of the wall of shame, it had Dan McKay, Cheryl Acton, Keith Grover, uh, you know, M- Mike Schultz, um, Jacob Anderig, who's been a huge disappointment. Um, Elizabeth Wright, Jeff Stenquist, um, Robert Spenlove, and of course, uh, Louis, Louise Escamilla. I don't even know. Um, anyway, you've got the wall of shame and we, we really, <laughs> The fact that they could already do the flag without it even going through and the fact that that Governor Cox is out there talking about this flag as if this is the biggest ordeal and and thing that he is contributing to the state of Utah. Can you even imagine a a flag that has like nothing on it? Nothing. It could be just really anywhere. It really could. The the point is. It's not even the flag is not even the issue. The issue is, is that these people think they're doing something important. I here. know, I know. It, it, it cracks me up to no end. I but. mean, it's like they might as well be talking about. We've decided to use nice and soft in the restroom, to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> instead of that. Right, other. right. <laughs> Our newest brand of toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, we've all sat down and had meeting after meeting over this and feel it's very important to let the public know. You're right. It, no, you're it's right. insane. I give you that. You're right. And I'm tired of having to say mm-hmm. they've been such a disappointment because we go in with such <laughs> right. hope over some of these new legislators. I know. And man, within a couple of weeks, you don't, you can't even recognize them. I know. So sad. I did hear there's a lot of threatening going on. Real threats. Like real threatening. If you don't, if you don't kowtow to the parties, oh yeah, they will let you know it immediately. Will ruin your business. Oh will yeah, ruin your family. Yep. Will. And it's, I know it's hard to believe in the good old state of Utah, no. but that's what we're facing. <clears throat> that's what all the states are facing, not just us. We just don't want to think it can happen here. <sighs> that flag is atrocious, and. It was as if they already knew how everyone was going to vote, right? So, isn't that crazy? <laughs> that crystal ball that they have. Yep. Um, so, I also wanted to talk about an article in KSL. You want to talk about this? Do we have to? <laughs> I know. I don't want to. I know. It's it, But, but it's, oh, it's another situation that we've created because somebody decides, this is going to be my career. And that wasn't good enough. (laughs) Right. Now they have to be on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. And so everything that happens anymore is the first responder. Yeah. The first responder. So then when something bad happens with the first responders, Mm -hmm. we don't dare say anything. Right. It creates this cloud. Right. Oh, no. You, you, you can't bring yeah. that up because mm-hmm. it'll hurt the rest of the first responders. Right. So the Ogden police arrest a, a drunk uh-huh. Riverdale police officer. Right. Got in an accident, mm-hmm. drove his truck to the other vehicle and pinned the other driver's legs to the back of his truck. Jeez. So this was bad behavior. Right. Drunk and then bad behavior on top of it. Yeah. But we don't want to make a big deal out of this. Right. And right. then at the same time, which you normally really don't hear much about, is a Kaysville fireman. Mm-hmm. Uh has been arrested mm-hmm. for 
child pornography charges and suspicion of enticing a minor. Now, again, a small article, Mm -hmm. not big in the news, because we don't want this to reflect on our heroes, the first responders. Right. I know, I know. They're not heroes just because they decided on a career. That pays them. <laughs> so so here's the deal. It used to be that way. Do you remember watching Chips? Do you remember watching all the shows? And I always loved those shows. They were really cute little shows. But they never went on and on about hero status. It was nope. more just this was their job. That's and they were right. showing you a TV show about it, okay? Like emergency, things like that, right. okay? The Doing show. their job. But here's the deal, though. You know, in, in 2020, when they were all standing there with nothing to do, I have to say this again, nothing to do because they weren't full of people, as they said they were. They kept saying that in the newspapers, they weren't full. And they kept doing all these videos with all the doctors and nurses not having much to do in the year 2020. And so you saw all these videos of them doing like dances to music. You, You guys saw them all, right? And they did this whole hero worship thing. And I was thinking, but they're they're hardly doing anything. They're sitting in the hospital waiting for people to come in because the people that they had scheduled could suddenly not go in and get elective surgeries. There wasn't any action going on. And so the year was more or less dormant when they told us we were in a big pandemic. And the hero worship was so over the top that I remember one day we came in and we were just, you've got to be kidding me with this. They're standing there and they were they were acknowledging them because they liked long walks on the beach and they would they would categorize and do these do these stories about nurses and doctors and say they like long walks on the beach and you know they like drinking pina coladas and they're amazing and they're a hero and I'm like no a guy that runs into a burning building to get a family out is a hero a man that jumps in for kids that are drowning that aren't even his own kids or his kids that's a hero not everybody that goes to work to get paid is a hero you're getting paid. You're going into work and literally getting a paycheck. It's kind of like our elected officials. They get paid for what they're doing. How do you call that service? They're getting paid. <laughs> so the hero worship thing started really being rammed down our throats in 2020 to the extent in the medical community that everyone's a hero that just goes to work. Yeah, I'm you so could, tired of it. You couldn't go anywhere in town without seeing a sign about yeah. nurses. Heroes work here. Heroes work here. I know. It's garbage. Because the thing is, is they chose the career. They wanted a career that cared for people. If you're a cop, you wanted to uh, take those risks. You wanted to be there. You wanted to get paid. You can cry all day that you don't get paid enough money. And some days I'll agree with you, cops. Okay. Maybe you need to make a little bit more money for that. I get it. But don't sit there and want every, you know everybody to worship the hero, the hero, the hero when you're at work every day. I don't know how heroic, do something heroic, but it doesn't just automatically label you as a hero. Does that make sense? Yep. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Go on, take the money and run. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. So happy to have you listening. We have the best audience in the world, and I'm not—I don't—I don't—I'm not saying that. I mean it. <laughs> I meet so many of you, and I'm just so impressed with 
what you know, what you understand. And I just, I, I love your messages and I thank you and thank you for just being you. I, I really, you, I can't say that enough because sometimes you do feel like you're the only one that sees all of this nonsense and you're thinking, am I the only one? Am I the only one? No, we're not. We're all here and we all get it. Welcome back. Um, let me go here first. I just wanted to say uh, my, my wonderful sponsors that that make sure the show is on the air and Canyon Media does a good job of making sure my show gets heard. Really always appreciate them. And, and of course, uh, uh, Dixie Chiropractic, 673-1443. If you're in an accident, they're the only place to go. They helped my husband a lot. And I really, really appreciate Ward, Dr. Ward Wagner. He's really the best chiropractor. Go to him. And, uh, and they do ozone, PRP, neuropathy, herniated discs, you name it. Uh, Beehive Rental, what a bunch of wonderful patriots those guys are. On Highland Drive, you can get anything there. Anything, any kind of equipment, even a heater, even a fan. I'm not joking. They have everything, landscaping, garden equipment, everything. Uh, so if you need a trailer for a day, go to Beehive and tell them we sent you. Okay, visit these wonderful, wonderful sponsors because they deserve it. And invasionbook.com, please, please, invasionbook.com, go get that book and get several copies so you can pass them out to friends and family because it is a wonderful book about how to get your county and city back to what America used to look like a long time ago and <laughs> not what it's become. Okay, I love that. You know what? Let's take a message. Let's take a, a message, a caller, shall we? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, hi, Kate. Hi. I wanted to call in and agree with you on the uh, calling us all heroes. Yeah. I was really uncomfortable with that because, you know, I, uh, I'm an EMT, and mm -hmm. I, I was an ambulance chief, too, and I used to teach all my rookies. I'd say to them, look, you know, when you got a cardiac arrest and you do a CPR, only one in ten are going to live. Mm -hmm. So you, you can't, you know, call yourself a hero when they live because that means – you're going to be kicking yourself for the other nine saying you let them die. So right. Yeah. Right. You just got to do your job. You know what? Amen to that. And we're not trying to say mean things about anybody. It's just that if you choose a career, which we have the choice, you choose a career, you choose the pay, you go into it knowing what you're going to be doing to get the automatic. Um, you're a hero status is what I'm talking about, because not every single thing they do is heroic. But why are they doing this? Why are they shoving this down our throats? Heroes work here. That kind of nonsense. It's because. If mistakes are made, if ignorance happens, if things happen, you're not allowed to say anything anymore because everyone's a hero. How do you say anything about a hero, right? And the only time I ever brought up pay was, you know, I was having, we, we've been having shortages for, you know, mm -hmm. for years. I mean, many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. And so I'd tell the city council, I was like, you know, I got to pay more. I, I have to pay more if I want to attract people here. Right. If Bond Guards is paying people 21 bucks an hour to make cheese, and all you got to do is not drool in the trees, <laughs> the cheese, how am I supposed to get somebody to come out here right. to drug out of bed at 3 in the morning to have a guy strung out on meth? Right. You know, try not to kill him, and, sure. and you got to restrain the guy and take him in so he doesn't hurt anybody, including himself. Amen. Yep. Yeah, you know, I'm and, with you. And I'm going to get them to do that for 10 bucks an hour? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Thanks so much for calling yep. in. I really appreciate your and phone God call. Bless. Yeah. It, 
When we put automatic hero status on somebody, that's an awful lot to live up to. And it also does, and I shouldn't have said cloud earlier, it, it creates like an armor around people so that, so that no matter what, you, you can't say anything. You can't, you can't report that, hey, I had a bad experience or, um, or I, I was treated terribly because everyone's a hero. So right. now we have to reexamine what hero means. Because if everybody's given out the term hero, then we, we substantially reduce the meaning. Yeah. If everyone's it. a hero, no one's a hero. Yeah. Don't you remember kind of, we were chuckling in 2020 at the way that they, that these people that they had on this, this uh, loop that they were showing, they were showing all these pictures and this is a hero. He's a nurse at such and such hospital. This is a paramedic at this, at this place. And honestly, they didn't say what they had actually done to get the status. They were just saying, well, they showed up to work. Yeah. So they are a hero. And I remember thinking, wow, we really lowered the bar on heroes because you don't even have to do anything. You just have to go into a career and forevermore you will be considered a hero. I remember certain when, careers. when I was a hero, I uh, had to actually leap from yeah. tall buildings. <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Thank you. I you just bet. wanted to say, you know, there were some healthcare heroes, and those were, again, speaking for my own thing, because the hospitals closed down and stuff, mm-hmm. all of the people that were in the hospital had to go to these other things. And the nurses that I worked with were pounding out 18, 16 and 18 hour days. But why was seven days that? A week, why like was that, though? They, they did that, that because they reduced staff. Good. That's why. They reduced staff. So that was on the hospitals yes, for reducing staff, right? It is. Yeah. It was superhuman, the thing that they did that they were asked to do. It was right. technically unethical and probably illegal what they were asked to do. Mm-hmm. But they, they stepped up to the plate and they did it. And that, was, that one was heroic. However, I agree with you in every other sense of the word. When they came around to my office and said, here's some signs that says a healthcare hero lives here. Please right. take one home. And right. I said, no, that's not cool. That's not heroic. Good for heroic you. Is going above and beyond what nobody should be expected to do. Good for and you. It just, it wasn't right. It well, drives me crazy that mediocre is the new yes. excellence. Thank you. And I really applaud that. what it is. Thank we you. want to be mediocre at best. Thank you for that. Really appreciate your call. Thank you. Thanks for refusing the sign, too. You know, I, I understand the caller's caller. point. Mm-hmm. However, I, I want to just add that there is also a motive factor. Mm-hmm. So just because someone was asked to work 16 hours a day mm-hmm. doesn't automatically mean they took heroic action and did it. They might have said, well, gee, they'll probably fire me if I don't do it, so I better do it. That's right. not heroic. Right. I have to agree with you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, hey, Kate. Uncle Moldy. Uh, I'm so glad you're bringing up this topic. I've been speaking about this off and on with people for years, and they always give me a dirty look. Well, it's touchy. You know, it's it's like, very touchy. How dare you chastise the, the heroes, you know? <laughs> and it's like, like you said, they, they got a job. They're getting paid for what they do. Right. Um, what about the plumber who comes and gets your toilet unplugged? Is he a hero? I mean, To me, he is. <laughs> the guy that was at my house last <laughs> week he was a hero. 15, 16 hours a day unplugging toilets. Exactly. So, yeah. You're so yeah. right. So how do we classify hero now that everybody gets the status? That's not... Exactly. Well, it's just like the kids in school. Everybody's right. first. We yeah. all get an yeah. award. Exactly. I mean, so there is no you know, differentiation right. between right. Who's, who's better than somebody else. Amen, brother. Amen. Thank you for that. Really appreciate the call. 
It's so true. And, you know, it, that's it's touchy. And that's why he said, you know, I, I get flack if I bring this up because it's a touchy subject. How dare you not tell everyone they're a hero if you're a cop, a fireman, an EMT or work in a hospital or a doctor's office now? I guess it just extends to everything. But mostly hospitals is really what they were going after um, and also um, old folks homes. But the problem with that was I saw the old folks homes doing lots of terrible things in making it so that the old folks could not be with their loved ones and mm-hmm. things like that. I don't consider that a hero. I think a hero would have been to stand up against that nonsense and yeah. to say, I'm not going to do that because their quality of life is important and that's their quality of life. And you take that away. They want, they want to die if you take that away. Yep. And there was no reason to do that. There was no reason. They had no evidence. They did it all on fear tactics. So that's not a hero to me. And it's tough to say that. I know I get a lot of flack. I don't care if I get flack. We have to bring up real issues on this show, and that's an issue. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Thank you. Sorry, I forgot to finish my thought. Sure, earlier. sure. The other thing that I thought that was it doesn't make you a hero, but was heroic uh-huh. was those people who stood up against the hospital. Amen. Yes. Said, you can fire me if yes. you want. I'm not getting a shot or whatever it is. Amen. There was a number of unethical things that happened with the hospital here in St. George. We're in local hour now, right? Yes. There was a number of unethical things that they asked us to do. And a number of us stood up and said, you right. can fire me. I will not break that line. And my hat goes off to everybody who did that, that told the, the hospital administration where they could, you know, put certain mm-hmm. things. And, and they said, I don't care if you fire me. That's not right. Those can are I, the heroic nurses. Can I just say amen to yes, that? Yes, amen. Thank you. Thanks for adding that in. Uh, it's so important because I remember the big rally outside the hospital. There were a lot of workers out there, and they knew they were risking their job. And, you know, everybody's got these jobs, and we all feel very attached to them. And you don't want to lose that because, it, you know, you got monthly mortgage. you got monthly everything, right? But they did it anyway. And they stood up against a monster (laughs) and said, no. And I love people with a backbone and courage and integrity and character. And that should mean a lot to our community. Did they do stories on them? Did they do highlights on them? Nothing good about them. Did the news ever show you the people and why they stood up? Did you ever get an editorial about that? Did you ever say, well, why did they do that? Why That was worthy of a news story. We didn't get any of that. All they we were got, vilified. They actually. were vilified. And then, of course, we got a lot of stories that the hospital was full. But what they did was reduce the number of beds and then say it was full. That's what we got. But we didn't get stories about why people would do that. That would have been a very interesting piece to read, wouldn't it? Somebody mm-hmm. actually voicing their opinion against the mandatory vaccine mm-hmm. and leaving and giving up their entire career over it. Look at Michelle Tanner, councilwoman. She gave up her her whole career. Her jo- Well, she still has a career, but her job, the mainstay of, of her income was working at the hospital. Yep. She gave all that up. Um. And that's, that's somebody that has a backbone. That's somebody that has some courage. Man, I, we need to see more of that. More, uh, more lions, less lambs. And the way that the older uh, people in our in, in communities were treated for a solid year and a half, a solid year and a half, can you imagine not being visited? Not take, and the thing is, is if you would have asked them, they would have said, I don't care what the risks are, if there were any risks. I just want to see my loved ones and get a hug. And so many people were denied 
being with their loved ones in ICUs, also being in, with loved ones as they passed away in nursing homes. And if we treat people like that, how we treat our elderly and how we treat our unborn speaks a lot about a society. And man, we failed. We have failed in that regard to me. Um, and I'm not nice about it because I can't imagine being in that situation. And a lot of people had to endure it. That was so awful to watch. Mm -hmm. All over fear, just fear, straight up fear, no evidence. So there, we have a lot of problems and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll work through these, but this, the hero status has got to go. Yeah. Come on. Well, some big problems, some little problems. You know, a listener actually brought up the blue can situation mm -hmm. again. Yeah. And and you know, in in uh, September of 2020, they ended the opt out program for the city of Saint George. Yeah, you can't say no. You can't say Even if you don't no. Have one. Even though they're not really. Uh, recycling anything. No, they're not. They're, they're just, just collecting it in a different barrel. Mm -hmm. So I think this would be a wonderful time for a city council person with some backbone mm -hmm. to bring that issue well, up again. Well, they're too busy passing Madame Mayor well, and, oh, and free speech zones within a country that is a free speech zone. So we have, pro we have, are, are they, do they care about the citizens and what's going on and what's happening to them? Because the blue can thing, um, they knew what they were going to do with that. They oh, knew yeah. that people wouldn't see it on their bill. Remember we had Mayor Pike yep. on the show and he was yep. like, well, we're kind of counting on the fact that it's a monthly thing and they're probably not going to notice. He admitted it on the air, on our show. I'm like, wow. So you can't get out of it now. If you don't have it, you're still charged, right? right. I don't. Service. I was the first one to opt out. I never paid for Blue Can. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because they're throwing it in the garbage. Yeah. They haven't been recycling, and they weren't when they were doing when they were put installing this monstrosity too. And they knew it. And they what were they doing? Sending it down to Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. To the dump in Vegas. To the dump in Vegas. I think hoping no one would notice. And think of all the money. They spent setting right. it up to buy yeah. the blue cans, the extra trucks. The it's not right. It's not right. And and it was it pulled over the people. And man, we did a lot of shows on that because people just thought, if you're doing this to me over a blue can, what else are you doing to me? Exactly. That's what started coming. Well, I would like to see a city council person bring that back onto an agenda nice. and get it changed again. Because this would actually part, be part of their job, not yeah. passing off, Madame Mayor, may I speak? <laughs> oh, queen of thy city. I think they should play God Save the Queen every single time they start a meeting. I mean, let's just do it right, right? Let's just do it all yeah. the way. Let's go all the way. Let's go into uh, queen king status, I think. We shall be right back. We have a lot to share with you, some clips to share with you, and uh, I, I cannot wait to come back because we have a lot. We have, we have so much. KateDallyRadio.com. KateDallyRadio.com. Please share this show. It's always put on podcast um, the night of the show and, and uh, share those, okay? We'll be right back. Stay with us on the flip side of the break. Flip side of the break. 